All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and welcome to this daily morning podcast from Bloomberg Quint. I'm Neeraj Shah and let's get started with what I believe is the biggest concern facing the global economy and market sentiment. Serious consideration should be given to the spread of coronavirus outside China. Yes, Research by Bloomberg Economics shows China is slowly getting back to work with the economy running at 50 to 60% capacity in the week to February 21st and the forecast is it'll jump from February 24th. Still, the spread of the virus is starting to ripple into supply chains across the world and showing up in data across Asia and Europe. With newer cases detected across the world outside China, the risks are far from over. In fact, they might only increase is my limited assessment on the back of readings through the weekend. With the fallout from the coronavirus very much on policymakers' mind, European Central Bank President Christine Lagarde and more than half a dozen governing council members are scheduled to speak this week. ECB Chief Economist Philip Lane told Bloomberg Television on last week that he expects the euro area economy to bounce back from the outbreak and the economic sentiment data for Germany on Monday today and for the region on Thursday will show if it has left its mark on confidence. Goldman strategist Peter Oppenheimer last week, however, said, and I quote, We believe the greater risk is that the impact of the coronavirus on earnings may well be underestimated in current stock prices. The one reassuring view for equities at large came in from Oracle of Omaha, Warren Buffett, who in his 2019 annual letter to shareholders, which released on Saturday, said, and I quote, What we can say is that if something close to the current rate should prevail over the coming decades, and if corporate tax rates also remain near the low level businesses now enjoy, it is almost certain that equities will over time perform far better than long-term fixed-rate debt instruments. Buffett's letter had some interesting takes on board composition and Berkshire buybacks, details about which can be found on our website, bloomberquin.com. In the other big news for India, US President Donald Trump will begin his maiden trip to India later today becoming the seventh American president to visit the country. President Trump anticipates a hero's welcome in India on Monday, but the glitzy events filling his two-day visit with Prime Minister Modi will paper over growing trade frictions and sound bites around the same have already started over the long weekend. The White House has downplayed speculation that the leaders will make progress on the planned trade deal. The Reserve Bank of India is reviewing the country's monetary policy framework focus on retail inflation targeting and plans to conduct in June consultations with stakeholders, including the government, regarding its effectiveness, according to RBI Governor Shakti Das. The monetary policy framework is in operation for three and a half years, remember? And he said that they have initiated a process of internal review on how the monetary policy framework has worked. The markets then, and the world markets did take cognizance of the virus fears on Friday and dropped in trade, with both European and US markets ending in the red. And the Asian screen is awash in red, with early starters like Australia and Nikkei not having the best of starts. It's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup in India. Good morning, Darshan. How's it looking? Hi, Neeraj. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Global queues are extremely weak today. Asia is down significantly on the coronavirus scare escalating and uh, the SGX Nifty is also indicating a downtick of 75 points currently. But in terms of results, I think one of the few results that was left and that was Ambuja Cement's fourth quarter numbers. The results were above estimates. There was strong operating performance and that was on the back of higher volume, higher prices and lower cost. Ambuja has opted for a new tax regime in the fourth quarter. 
quarter and the profits were lower due to exceptional gains that were there in the base quarter. The fourth quarter realization fell in 4% QOQ and the volumes rose 7% on a yearly basis. Some of the stocks that we need to watch out for, the US FDA resigns the VAI status for the unit 4. Remember the counter had rallied 20% on getting the EIR with uh, a VAI status uh, two days ago. The action implies that the inspection of November 2019 is still open and the plant is under review and will be classified at a later point of time. So negative for Orbindo Pharma, Max Financial Services and Access Bank. The companies are exploring a possibility wherein Access Bank will enter into a long-term strategic partnership with Max Life, which is a subsidiary of Max Financial. Two brokerages, UBS as well as Nomura, have raised the target price on Max Financial to 700. Bharti Airtel, in which the chairman Sunil Mittal has said that the company is committed to comply with the Supreme Court's ruling on telecom dues and they will pay the dues before March 17 deadline as per the chairman. Bharti Infratel received the FDI approval from DOT for the merger of Indus Towers on 21st February. Dr. Reddy's gets an EIR from the US FDA for the Duwara formulation plant at Vizag, indicating the closure of the audit. The facility has been classified as VAI as per the US FDA. GMR Infra Airports de Paris has agreed to buy in 49% stake in GMR Airports for 10,780 crores. Sun Pharma will be in focus. Business Standard reports that SEBI probe did not confirm the alleged misappropriation of funds to the tune of 42,000 crores. Greenply Industries, in which care rating has placed the rating assigned to the company on a credit watch with negative implication for the bank facilities, worth 378 crores. Some block deals, in which Emerald Investment acquired 9 lakh shares of Eris Life, Goldman Sachs was the seller, and WF Asian Smaller Companies Fund acquired 20 lakh shares in Max Financial. In terms of brokerages, HSBC has cut Indusind Bank's target to 1825 from 2000 but maintains a buy. They do not expect any outsized deterioration of asset quality for the bank. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloombergquin.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks for that, Darshan. I usually end with good news, but this time around, it's different. A rejection of a good claim deserves this spot. The Geological Survey of India has rejected claims of about 3,000 tons of gold deposits in Uttar Pradesh Stone Badra district, saying the estimated reserve is only 160 kilos. Remember, Sonbhadra District Mining Officer K.K. Rai on Friday had said that gold deposits were found in Son Pahadi and Hardi areas of the district, totaling to about 3,000 tons. So much for golden news. Have a great day, everybody. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.